What's up and welcome back to the Sinbin Podcast. I am John Burnett, your host, along with two of my closest friends, Ryan Cornelius and Andrew Henry. And boys, we have a busy, busy show ahead of us. We had four of the NHL series end on, what was it, Tuesday and Wednesday? Uh, yeah. Let's, let's, let's start with this. Well, I think, actually, uh, the Fred Star series, I think, ended Monday night. Yeah. Uh, let's start with this. I've been waiting a year to say this. The Capitals are dead. They're dead. And it doesn't sound the same. I don't like it. Thoughts? What, wait, what doesn't sound the same? Because the Capitals won the Cup last year. It doesn't sound the same that the Capitals are dead and they can't make it past the second round. Oh, it doesn't sound the same, but it's still great. It um, is, but I, I don't know. The series the series itself, I mean, it went seven. And it's, not like, it's not like the Hurricanes are bad. They played them evenly. That's the thing. Um, I think the, the Capitals took four. Four out of four in the regular season against the Hurricanes. So uh, the fact that the Hurricanes were able to to take four out of the seven against the Caps in the playoffs, I think, is, really speaks to um, how much resiliency that team has. Uh, it, the Capitals seemed like going into that series, it seemed like it was going to be like much more of a mismatch. But if you actually go black, I think I mentioned this on the first episode. If you go back and look at the standings, the uh, Hurricanes only finished five points behind the Capitals. Caps were at 104, uh, Carolina was at 99. So, um, uh, I'm, just, I'm just really glad that the Hurricanes won. Uh, I'm, I'm getting Snapchats from uh, my friends that uh, I used to know from when I lived in North Carolina. They're still down there in Raleigh having watch parties. They were going absolutely apeshit. Uh, it, was, it was just really cool. And, uh, you know, if, John, if Justin Williams didn't get the goal in that overtime, of course he was going to get the assist. And that's what happened. Uh, and it was just... Uh, Instant relief because it, uh, you just you, you got that sense that the Capitals were going to have their classic like bank it in off of the back of the goalie and in to win, and I'm just I'm just glad the uh, the puck didn't lie in this game because uh, even that God that, that first overtime I think Carolina outshot Washington like twelve to three or something like that like Washington had like one or two chances in all, both of the overtimes something like that so um, they made adjustments and I remember in the third period like after. I think it was, who was it? Stahl scored the goal, and yeah. like, and then after that, like the Hurricanes couldn't even penetrate the zone. Yeah, they the, were just uh, Washington definitely won that third. Even though the Hurricanes won the third period one to nothing, I, it, if you're just going off of shots, uh, Washington it was they had the puck in the Carolina end pretty much the entire third period. It was it was props to Peter Morazic. Hey hey Johnny Johnny, once upon a time. The Flyers played the Penguins in a playoff series two years ago and had Peter Morazic and didn't use him. Shows your Flyers management. Brian Elliott and Michael Neuver both got time in that okay, let's, series. Let's 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 lay off the Neuverth uh, slander over here. Uh, no, he was bad too. <laughs> it's, I mean, we're not talking about the Flyers right now. I just I just needed to say that uh, Morazic's good. Morazic's a really good goalie and he does not get a lot of credit. But uh, they, the Hurricanes did not win that series without the way he was playing. No, and then uh, double overtime. I uh, knew you knew it was coming. It was going to be a shitty goal, right? I mean, double OT. It's it's not going to be pretty. Never is. But uh, Justin Williams, Mr. Game Seven. Ryan, yeah. Ryan knows him very well from being in LA for so many years. <laughs> right. 
Um, this Ryan? is just a series that I think the team that deserved to win came out on top. Literally. Um, the Caps definitely got away with some there early in the, early in the series. It's meaning the, like the, the Hurricanes just played played a great game throughout. Well, not every single game, obviously, because they got they got pumped in Washington and yeah, I, game, game five, five was the only one the Hurricanes but, didn't deserve to win. But the Hurricanes played executed their plan perfectly. I mean, how many how many times did the Hurricanes just dominate the shot board and the Caps were going ten minutes without a shot on goal? Right. Yeah. In in the it's, overtime, it was like it was the complete reverse of the third period. It was just Carolina's just coming and Hopi's just bailing them out every single time. During some of those games, I just got the feeling that because you have the Hurricanes who'd have twenty five shots on goal, the Caps would have ten and it'd be two two. Uh, at some points, I got that feeling that uh, Washington was going to weasel their way onto the second round, but uh, the hockey gods did us a favor, and they put the better team, the better team in the series, into the second round. This has to be said. Uh, we don't hate the Capitals as a team outside of Tom Wilson. I think That's not true. I hate the Capitals as a team. Why? Outside of Tom Wilson, why? Uh, T.J. Oshie's a, a comes so far from being an American Olympic hero in 2014 to now being a whiny crybaby. And, and a little bit of a cheap shot artist in his own right. How about the time, uh, what was it, game... I think it was game three in the Penguin series last year where the Penguins scored an empty net and behind the play, Oshie just came up behind somebody and knocked him out. Do you remember who it was, Ryan? He pulled the Dale Hunter is what he did. I mean, yeah, and he's done he's done it other times before too, and he's just he he bugs me. Um, so, I, like I like Backstrom, I think he plays the game the right way. Um, but I mean, he, even Ovechkin, I feel he plays the game the right way. I got no complaints uh, with him. No, uh, I I I don't. No way in hell I can vouch for Ovechkin. Um, you just look look at the tape from Game Six where right, yeah. Carolina has to force a Game Seven. He's going around the ice. Taking baseball swings at people's wrists, and every time I've seen Ovechkin, he gets pissed off. He gets chippy. He's a dirty player, in my opinion. Um, I think people tend to look the other way. Um, I would agree. Because Ovechkin is going to score fifty goals a season, but yeah, he's got the superstar treatment. I I don't. That's why, that's why we go back to what we talked about the first episode. Kucherov only got that one game suspension when it probably should have warranted three. And I, but he I, got superstar treatment. I don't know who. I, th- I think it was Brooks or Pick cross-checked a Hurricanes play- player in the face as well mm-hmm. dur- during the time when Ovechkin was running around hacking every Hurricane player there was just because um, they knew game six was over. and I, They were just taking runs at people. I, they were getting pissed because the fucking lowly Hurricanes, quote-unquote, were beating them. It's just like, well, yeah. It's like we're not just gonna give you a free pass to the fucking finals again. The they go- they were mad. Their their goal, air quote goal, didn't count. Yeah, yeah you, you, wait. You're talking about when Ovechkin pushes a goalie into the net. It doesn't count when he jams his stick into Mrazek's pad. Can you guys exp- explain to that for people who didn't see it? Explain what happened. Take it, Ryan. You play goalie. Um. 
I believe the puck was being, um, it was like a wraparound type thing. Puck was being sent towards the front of the net, and Kuznetsov was behind the net, and he yeah. tried to like a cheeky little bank it off of the back of Mrazik's yeah. leg so, and in, so and it almost worked to Mra his credit. So Mrazik, Mrazik spin. He's in his butterfly, and he spins around because he knows it's in between his legs, um, because he knew it was loose. But as he's spinning, it gets caught under his pad, and then Ovechkin comes in and shovels his pad, and the puck comes loose. And there, I always like to go on the Twitter mentions to see what the uh, uneducated fans like to say about sports. And uh, they were saying that the puck was loose, which clearly wasn't the case. Uh, anyone that's played goaltender uh, knows it's definitely a strategy when the puck's in between. So it's basically the puck's behind your butt. You're in the butterfly. So if it's still moving, you try and rotate. So your leg's blocking the goal line, essentially. So that's what Mrazek was trying to do. And in the process, he, without a doubt, without a doubt, it was totally luck, but he got the puck under his pad. And Ovechkin just came in there. Guns a-blazing. Yeah. And my, qu my question is this. Was there a whistle at any time, or did the ref come in and wave it? Before he blew his whistle. No, no I think were, the I think the puck went in before the whistle, but that's not really the, that's not why they waved it off. There was no, no whistle. No. It, it was never initially called a goal. The referee waited. Um, I think the Caps were celebrating for about five seconds, and then he just waves it off. They were waving it off while the Capitals were celebrating. They they never made an an initial call un until the Caps were celebrating. So there was. It's not like they called it a goal and then. They came back and said, oh, no, it was goaltender interference. That was the original call on the ice. The whistle had nothing to do with it. It's not a goal. That's just the bottom line. Yeah, no, I was wondering. Because, I mean, I only saw, like, replays of it, and there was no sound. So I didn't hear. Had I heard a whistle, and then Ovechkin pushes him in, okay, fine, it's a no goal, and it is what it is. But if there's no whistle, then you play to the whistle, obviously. Both of you know that. However, you don't just go and you push the goalie into the net because that's good. Everything's on camera. They're going to see that. I believe they said Toronto wanted a video review. So the review was by the by the video room in Toronto. And uh, when they made the call at PNC, they said the call on the ice is confirmed. So the call on the ice of goaltender interference was confirmed by video review. And they, end, uh, they were still talking about the Capitals could still challenge to play, uh, which would have been the dumbest See, thing ever when, when the call was confirmed. Yeah, what, if, what would they even challenge at that point? <laughs> if they would have said the call stands, then the challenge would have been warranted had they done it. Because even if they said wait, even if they said the call stands, what if they just if the Capitals challenged it, were they going to just look at it again and then see something different? Like I don't know what difference it would have made. They might have because it's the difference between stands and confirms. Just like in the NFL. yeah, but they're going to be looking at the same replays. I understand that, but sometimes they do it in the NFL, and it's like if they hear if a coach hears stands, they might challenge it. Say look at it again. If they hear confirmed, then they're probably not going to challenge it. And I That's think it's never happened. I've seen it happen. Seen it. Wait, what scenario would that happen? Say, okay, like you want an example? Yes. 
say like okay um catch on the sidelines yes and guy catches it like can't really see if he gets two feet in or if he controls it to the ground or whatever the hell the catch rule is in the NFL because nobody fucking knows what it is right they so if the if if they go upstairs if like the if the referees uh, want to review it they go upstairs okay that's at, not a thing in the NFL whatever the, say, the only the only plays that are automatically reviewed in the NFL are turnovers and scoring plays not catches well okay fine say the, if it's a, if it's a scoring play, then they automatically review it, and then the, the team doesn't have an option to challenge. So yes. there's, there's no scenario where the, the league is going to review it, and then there's going to be a challenge. That doesn't exist. Also, crossing different leagues. I don't, I mean, I don't know what the rule is in the NHL. I assume you're right. because We're talking if, about the NHL, so let's stick to that ruling here. We're not talking about the NFL's ruling on the call. Well, I mean, either way, it's, it wasn't a goal. If if Ovechkin pushes Morazic into that, it's not a goal, and it's clear as day. So. It wasn't so much he pushed Morazic; he just jammed his stick into his pad, which when the puck was under him, which yeah. should have been a whistle to begin with. You can't just you can't just uh, go hacking at goaltenders' limbs because it's under their pad. No. Well, no. well, you, you can. You're just gonna get your fucking ass beat, but. <laughs> um, Andrew, you got a uh, you got a rank similar for us. I do actually. You guys ready? What do we got here? All right, from five to one. Jesus. Justin Williams, Hurricanes captain, and a uh, a second rounder now in this year, this year's playoffs. Uh, Justin Rose, golfer. Uh, Justin Timberlake. Singer, actor, Justin Bieber, singer, and I can't wait for this one, Justin Russo, character from Wizards of Waverly Place. Oh, the, you're you're going deep in the archives of that one. Good God. Um. Well, you know everything's gonna be a breeze at the end. Will no doubt justify the means. <laughs> Can I, can I, can I, um, can I get those again? <laughs> Please. No, no, not the song. Oh, oh, fuck. Oh. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> not the song, the list. Uh, <laughs> did I Wait, Johnny, did I throw you off your game there? Well, yeah, because I was, you're pulling at a memory bank there. Okay, so you got Justin Williams from the Hurricanes, Justin okay. Rose, the golfer. Justin Timberlake, Justin Bieber, Justin Russo. So, Play, uh, played by actor David Henry. Uh, he's not related to me, unfortunately. Uh, okay, so Williams, Rose, Bieber, Timberlake, uh, Russo. Yeah. Okay. Jesus Christ. Um. Uh, Ryan, you, you got an opinion on this? I gotta. I'm thinking. I don't know here. Certainly an interesting looking list, that's for sure. It is. Well, if I just put, that's the thing about me, I'm never going to put just like five athletes in there, you know? I got to mix it up for you guys a little bit, keep you on your toes. 
So you know, only only on the Sinbin podcast are you going to have rank rankings where you're going to have athletes going up against impractical jokers. You know. So who? Justin Russo is the character on the show. Yes. Yeah, he was the uh, he was Alex's older brother. Okay, so the older one. Uh, okay, yeah, that's what I was wondering. Is he the older one or the younger one? The uh, um, the younger one was what is his name like? Uh, Max. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I I hmm. I want to go with Justin Rose at five, simply because I don't really know. I don't really, I don't really know him. He's from across uh, the pond. We don't like him. Well, uh, as I'm they gonna, would say, from yeah. from from across the pond. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Beebs at four. I mean, the only reason he's not. Five is because I mean the Selena Gomez thing that uh, I yeah I didn't even think about that actually. Uh huh. So yeah. Justin Russo would probably have a thing or two to say to him. Uh, well, well, remember. Uh, so yeah, so Rose, Rose Bieber, uh, Justin Williams, Justin Russo, and uh, JT's at the top. You're a big, you're a big Timberlake guy. I, I can't can't knock the man. Show me something he's done wrong. Show me something he did wrong. Uh. And if you bring up the old the uh, Super Bowl between the Patriots and the Eagles, where you pulled out Janet Jackson's breasts. I was actually about to say that, except that was actually a uh, Patriots Panthers. You got the wrong. You got the wrong Super Bowl. Yeah, halftime of uh, the Pats Eagles Super Bowl. The first one was um, uh, what's his name, Paul McCartney. Was it? Okay. Well, yeah. whatever Super Bowl it was. Yeah, it was Super Bowl thirty-eight. Whichever one it was, I'm not knocking him for that. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, yeah, JT's at the top. I don't know. Uh, his music doesn't really do anything for me. No. I like his movies. What was he in? Uh, in sync. Uh, yes. Yes. In sync. Oh. His he, movies are great, though. He, he is. I do, I do like his acting. Uh, the one with Mila Kunis, great flick. Oh. Uh, um, Friends with Benefits? Yes, Friends with Benefits. That's mm-hmm, great mm-hmm, movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Some would say flawless. I, I'll totally, totally watch a rom-com any day of the week. What was... He was in, a, he was in another one. He was in... Uh, he was in The Social Network. Yeah. He was uh, he was the Napster guy. I mean, talk about a good-looking starring roles for a movie. Mila Kunis and Justin Timberlake. I mean, that's eye candies for all genders or whatever you want, whatever you want to call yourself. That, that's eye candy for uh, both parties. Every everybody oh. wins. All right, Ryan. What's what's the list here? Hey guys, ask me if I've seen that movie. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with no. <laughs> Unless Ryan or I made you watch it, it wasn't happening. Unless you guys strapped me down and then like pried my eyes open. Wait, Giant. Do you remember the time that you had never seen Wedding Crashers, and then okay. like you watched it at Ryan's house? You're gonna pull. You're gonna pull the one example. Of no, this. no. This is so funny. Because you hadn't seen it, and you were yes. getting roasted for it, and then you watched it at Ryan's house like that day, the and you were done version, watching yes. it, 
and I said I had never seen Wedding Crashers, and you were like, wait, Andrew, you've never seen Wedding Crashers? And we were yes. like, Johnny, you watched it for the first time an hour ago. <laughs> yes! This this is true, folks. <laughs> your, point, your, your, your point being what? And again, you're going to pull the one example of a movie I have. The yeah, you did, because you were trying to roast me. Yes! I'm immune to the roast at this point when it comes to movies. I mean, like I don't, I don't even get, I don't even get like rattled by it anymore. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. like it's just old news. It's it's a yeah, as far as as far as movie t- t- rankings typical go, thing with Andrew. You haven't seen yeah. you have you haven't seen this movie. He's like, mm, no, <laughs> nope, no, he <laughs> could, to, couldn't <laughs> couldn't give a shit either. <laughs> put the, to put this in perspective, uh, the movie train goes Andrew, and then I'm like barely above him, and then there's Ryan. Well, I think yeah, Brian's probably more like cult, like pop culture aware. Uh, yeah, I'm just. Uh, well, I don't know about that actually, because Ryan doesn't know any rappers. I do. I I don't know. I'm I'm pretty aware of my uh, of my world I'm living in. I know movies, music, pop culture for sure. With that being said, what's the what's the ranking? Let's hear it. I. Th- uh. I don't really want to put Justin Rose at five. I don't dislike him, but he is English. Sometimes it's just by default. It's nothing personal, you know. Yeah, no, it's nothing personal I, against the I, guy. Honestly, I think I'm going to go with Justin Bieber at number five. What? I, I do like his uh, more recent music. Uh, I had I had sorry queued up to play, but now I, you just took the wind out of my sails. Nope. Nope. I just I I'm not a big fan of him as a person. I thought for sure. I think he's grown, but that's just me. He's a married man now. Yeah, but he's also like super bender and like thinks thinks he's a super Canadian fan. <laughs> did, you, did you see he was at Game Seven of that uh, Bruins Leafs game? Yeah, his we'll wife his, his wife was like all over him and he turned around. He was like, "Get the fuck off me. I'm trying to watch the goddamn game." <laughs> Dude, God God help the woman that ever tries to give Ryan a massage when he's at a Ducks game 7 game. Haley Bieber? <laughs> yeah. I've 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 often said this. Uh do not come in the zip code of my penis during a Red Sox game. <laughs> I I like Nope, don't do it. We will have problems. Not even the zip code. Um, That's yeah, why hockey's no. a great sport because you can get some intermission blowies. All right, not appropriate. My, my. All right, not appropriate. Andrew, this podcast is raw and uncensored. No, I know, but like my parents hey, hey, know hey. I do this podcast, so hey. like if they hear hey. this, I hey. can't talk to them again. Hey, you brought us down this wormhole. I did nothing about. I said nothing about uh, sexual encounters. You brought up the beeps. I brought up the beeps. I didn't bring up that. You brought up the beeps. You brought up JT. Two sexual symbols in this in uh, this society. I guess. Yeah. Well. All right. Bieber's at five. Go on, Ryan. (laughs) Moving on with my list. I'm gonna go with. Justin Rose at four. Then okay. coming in at number three. Kind of, I like this guy, but he's also brought me some pain. That is Justin Williams. 
and then number three would be JT. Yeah, it'd be it'd be number two. Number two, yes. Justin Timberlake. Music not too hot. Like him on the big screen though. Good personality. He's got range. And then Justin Russo at number one. You're going Russo at number one. I am. He was. I think. A, he. He w- he was slept on on Disney Channel during Wizards of Waverly Place's run. Oh, big time! He was slept big on. Time. All three of those kids were were just really fucking funny. Selena Gomez has some comedic talent. I thought she was hilarious. This is this is she's such an underrated actress because I she's like I mean I don't know her personally but just from like seeing interviews. Oh I really, like Angie? She, you don't know Selena Gomez personally? Well, no. If I did, then I would not be a doing a podcast with you two but um she i feel like she's like such a sweetheart in real life and like quiet but like on the show she was such a delinquent and like a rebel so which made it hysterical yeah she's such a good actress and the fact that she didn't get an emmy for her work as alex is uh nothing short of a travesty if you ask me so I, I think I should be in charge of uh, handing out Oscars and Emmys and uh, Grammys. Uh, if I was in charge of the Grammys, then Florida Georgia Line and Five Seconds of Summer would win every award. Andrew, we're not putting you in charge of uh, the Oscars. Those are uh, movie related. That, well, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I'd be. Nope. <laughs> I don't nope. know if I've. I don't know if I've seen a movie all year. Nope. I wouldn't even know what's out. Nope. Speaking of uh, the Beebs, uh the Leafs uh, blew another game seven. Didn't they? Yep, that's three now in the last, uh, what, six years against the Bruins? Boy, did they shit the bed, and boy, are they going into cap. The salary cap's a thing, you know, Toronto. The salary cap's a thing. Uh, Your lord and savior, Austin Matthews, who I'm a big fan of, uh, was making $925,000 and is now making $11.6 million. Did he just sign a new contract? He signed it, I think. He signed an extension. Off his rookie deal. Okay. Which, he's getting paid pretty much the same as Tavares. Yeah. Hey, oh, wow, they're making the same amount. Damn, okay. That's what I was making more. Rewind but. it back to episode one. Yeah. We previewed playoff series, Leafs Bruins, and I said Freddie Anderson was going to be the X Factor. He's the experienced goaltender. He's been there, done that. What did he do? He laid a he laid a fucking egg in game seven. Gives up gives up a softy. Um he's done that quite a few times in his career in meaningful playoff games. You would know. I would know. Um I just I don't know. I just like the listeners to know that I feel stupid for talking up my old friend Frederick Anderson. I, I, last year was the year to do it if you're the Maple Leafs. If you, if you go back to the game seven this year, I think the Bruins led all 60 minutes pretty much. Go back to last year's game seven, the Maple Leafs had a third period lead in that game on the road. That sounds familiar. So, well, yeah, right, exactly. How have the uh, Maple that, Leafs not won a series with their roster of the past two seasons? That's a good question. Past three, Past three seasons, really. First round exits three years in a row now. I mean, that's what happens when you have all offense. You don't have a defense to back it up. Could the yeah, ter- I, I mean, I, I like Morgan Riley. I like Jay Gardner. 
and uh, Hainsey, and and Freddie. Like uh, they're they're talent. They're solid, top to bottom. I just I don't know what it is with them. Maybe it is Babcock. I don't know. Well, yes. Well, yes. I mean, you have you rely on a hot goalie in the playoffs, but it's like, can he get some defensive help? I mean, the one the one goal where it was like on the on the goal line and Freddie's like trying to get on the pipe and it goes in. Okay, yes, yeah, you gotta stop that. I'm sorry. Like, that's, that's just you. You have to. Stop that's that. that's what he did all Ducks Blackhawks Western Conference Final Series in the final minute of every fucking game. He just gives up some. Some pass on net from Taves, and they end up winning in overtime. The scouting report on him should be shoot from the fucking goal line. He doesn't know how to stay square. Mm-hmm. Yeah, game. I remember game. <laughs> I remember game five of that series when they uh, they scored two in the last two minutes or whatever to tie the game. And I remember texting you saying, "Should I kill you now or later?" <laughs> like. Yeah, I was I was they, sitting they, with Ryan. They had they had no business winning that game at all, and they just they just throw some bullshit pucks on that and Freddie. Well, the well, the Ducks won that game. Yeah, that was that was that uh, Superman Bolesky. It was, was yeah, yeah. He went flying into the boards after he scored. He's lucky he didn't like break his neck. He did, uh, but I mean, <laughs> the Leafs are going to be in cap hell. What do you like think? What do you think it's like being a Toronto? Maple Leafs player organization member that speaks to the media with Toronto's media right now. Uh, I, Toronto media is absolutely cutthroat. I mean, that's that's They're, that's the hardest probably. That's definitely the hardest in hockey is Toronto media for the Maple Leafs. Yeah, it has, yeah either Toronto or Montreal. I would say Montreal's worse. But I, I don't speak French, so I don't know what they're saying up there. So. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't even know. You could, yeah, right. You could play for the Canadians, and you would you would have no idea if you're being criticized or not. <laughs> well, they're, they're so hard headed up there. They great. they insist on drafting uh, French Canadians. Yeah, that's that's so stingy. I mean, I mean, uh, the Canadians know they're just going to sell a shit ton of merch, and everybody's going to go to the games no matter how bad the team is. I mean, tell me I'm wrong. They're all going to go. They're going to sell out every game. They will. But Leafs blow it again. Uh, speaking of blowing, uh, Vegas, explain yourself. Is it is it so much? Yeah, the, um, uh, what Ray Ferraro just said it at the end there, and that's exactly what I was texting uh, Ryan and I's roommate Mason. I I've never seen this happen ever. Like I I couldn't believe what was happening. I, I first of all, aside from the fact that it was they were down three nothing in a game seven, I don't know if I've ever seen in any facet playoff regular season a team score four goals on a five minute major. 
And the fact that they did it in in this uh, scenario, it was oh God. It was just it, it was one of those moments where you're watching it and you're just like, as it's happening, you're knowing that this is going to get like talked about for decades. It's going to go down in Stanley Cup playoff history as like w- one of the the best like moments of all time. Had Vegas won in overtime, I think it would have been a footnote. Uh, that's a yeah, that's a good point. Well, the Sharks absolutely blew it. They had the lead with mm. how many minutes remaining? Eight, six, six minutes. No, wait. What do you? When the Sharks took the lead, right? There were six minutes, and then Vegas tied it with forty-seven seconds left. Yeah, you're telling me you're going to give up a goal with under a minute left after you do that? Uh, well, I mean, they probably ran out of gas with all the. It, the I mean, they were at that was probably the highest of the high that they've like ever been at. I mean that was a crazy series just all around. Yeah, uh, I uh, two two episodes ago, I, I wanted to talk about it, but we ran out of time because you had to go somewhere, Johnny. Mm-hmm. But at the time they were down three one, and I was going to bring up that Martin Jones was seventeenth out of seventeen goalies in the playoffs in save percentage at like eight thirty five or something like that, and the reason that it's seventeen and not sixteen. Was because he got pulled in game two, and Aaron Dell came in and like got some some numbers. The the complete one eighty he did from games five through seven. I know he wasn't particularly spectacular. Let me try that again. Particularly spectacular in game seven, um, but it, he, I think it really proved that it was the Shark series to win all along, and that Vegas is a really good team. But the reason they were up three one is because like they San Jose couldn't get out of their own way. I, I, Martin Jones was just awful, and then he I don't know what happened. He just flipped a switch, uh, got them back to the seventh game, and uh, you know the rest is history. That was that was that was a really fun game to watch. I was up till one thirty in the morning or something. It would have been uh what uh eleven thirty for you, Johnny? Yeah. Yeah, one thirty, one thirty on the uh, here on the East Coast. Uh, what was what, okay? We got to talk about the penalty that Cody Eakin took. Jo- okay, Joe Pavelski is um, is Jesus Christ basically. He's the hockey version of Jesus because I, he he's dying for say, their sins. Can I just say when I first when I saw it live when he when Pavelski went down, I thought he got a stick to the face and he was bleeding. So I, when they gave Eakin the penalty, I was like, okay, he's probably going to get a double, and that'll be that. When he, like, Eakin, like, came up off the draw and hit him in the head, and then whoever the right wing was came in and, like, put him down. And then, it was uh, Carpenter or something, I think? Yeah, I can't remember. But he like, came up, put him down, and then Pavelski, like, laid there motionless. I thought he was dead. <laughs> like, I honestly thought he was dead. Like what? Does that warrant a five in a game? You gotta, you, you gotta remember. This is happening after game one, where they're struggling. The sharks are the sharks are struggling to score here in the first period of game one. And Brent Burns is like, "Hey Joe, do you mind if I just bank one in off of your face and into the net?" And Joe's like, "Yeah, sure, go for it. I'll lose a few teeth, but if the goal counts, then the goal counts." And then this happens. He draws the five minute penalty, and they come back in win because of it he's he he's that's the i mean i that's the kind of captain i want on my team he's literally dying for their <laughs> dying for their sins out there everything's happening because of him getting uh shit on it's like the uh 
the, I'm sure you've seen the, uh, I uh, it's not Saturday Night Live, it's some, something else, but the, the YouTube video of, uh, Scott Sterling, the, the, the goalie who, <laughs> he keeps blocking the penalty shots with his, <laughs> with his face. Yeah, I've, I've, I've yeah, seen Yeah, of that. course. Uh, but I mean, <laughs> I, I That's honestly, Joe Pavelski. I, I don't think that, that penalty warranted five minutes. Five in a game, there's no uh, way. I don't know. I I don't know hockey rules that well, so there's no. I mean, there's. No I'd have way. to defer to you guys. I don't have a hockey background. That's American forward Joe Pavelski, by the way. Mm-hmm. It is Olympian. Ryan, I I. What are your thoughts on the penalty itself? I have no issues with it. Do you think it warranted five in a game? I mean, I agree it was a penalty for sure. Like I'm not I'm not gonna say oh it wasn't even a penalty at all. It, like it was. But it's I, I don't agree with the five in a game. I don't. I mean, maybe I, just give him five. I didn't see it in real time. Real time, it looked like a high stick. Uh, I turned the game off at three nothing. I said, That's "Oh, just... I was like, oh yeah, game seven, let's go." And then, then it looks like the Golden Knights are just gonna cakewalk their way into the second round, and I'm like, "All right, time for Netflix." I mean, then I think yeah, I had a text from Andrew or something saying, or something about uh, picking our overtime goal scorer, goal scorers. So, yeah, we're doing our Bucci overtime challenge. Can I can I throw this theory out to both of you? The reason Cody Egan was wearing a cage, correct? For some reason or another, he was wearing a cage over his face. Yeah, he was also. Egan was. Like like a full like I'm talking full like youth hockey cage, not like one of the little bubble things that go around your jaw. Huh. Okay. So so he was wearing that. He draws blood on Pavelski after hitting him high. Do the refs throw him out simply because if he comes out of the box, everybody on the Sharks is going to murder him. Like I'm actually talking like might injure him. Did they throw him out of the game for that? No. I I can't imagine that they would. I can't imagine that they would uh, disqualify a player for his own protection, Espe- and especially in, in a game seven in the playoffs. And one of their better players, just because they think that guys are going to take a run him, I don't think so. Like it, at at that point, if if Eakin's safety is in question, then it would be up to Gerard Gallant to just keep him on the bench and not put him out there. But I, I don't think that the referees would throw him out of a game just because he was afraid that he was going to get a cheap shot thrown at him. I don't know. I mean, I, uh, I don't know. I don't agree with the game misconduct. I agree with the penalty, though. So, no. How, how about the the NHL issuing an apology to the, the Knights? That that's even more of a slap in the face. Whoa, 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 whoa! whoa. Apology for what? For getting the call wrong. They said the call was. What did they say the call was wrong for? They said that the, it did, wouldn't have warranted. They shouldn't have warranted a, a five in a game. You didn't see this? No. The NHL issued it like a formal apology to the Knights, which I think is even more of a slap in the face because like you can't do anything about it now. Like they're eliminated. You gotta stay. So you gotta stay. So like by they're just saying, "Hey, goals. we were wrong. Hey, we were wrong. Have fun in the off season." You, you gotta stand by your officials' calls as a league. <laughs> Ryan, you heard this, right? No. Yeah, they issued a formal apology. That's fucking ridiculous. I know. I know there were uh, Golden Knights players quotes that were. uh, Oh, they were so mad. Yeah. I mean, but bottom bottom line, bottom line, you have five minutes and you give up four power play goals. 
Right. Fix your, fix, fix your fucking penalty kill. I, I don't know why Gallant didn't call timeout after it after the second one. Yeah. Four four goals. Yeah, that's just in I five mean, minutes. It doesn't matter what the penalty is if you're on it. Just get the puck and shoot it out. Were there penalty pe- kills has got to be better. Pee wees on the ice could have done a better job of killing five minutes of fucking power play time. My dumbass could have done better. <laughs> Christ. Uh, well, t- don't, don't don't complain when you give up four goals in five minutes. Yeah, no, you, you can't fucking do that. You can't do it. Uh, the Stars beat the Predators. Uh, none of us actually watched that series. We'll throw it out there. Can, can I take it to our music man, Andrew Henry? Uh, what do you want? Can you cue up some Tim McGraw? Uh, I can! I'm just... I just I like it so much how the Predators are out of the playoffs. In fact, I love it. And boy, do, do you like it and love it and want some more of it? Oh, I want it every season for the rest of time, baby. Hey, Pekka, you suck. Hey, Pekka, you suck. But just, just, I think Pekka was probably the worst goaltender in the playoffs. Oh, that's a hot take. I mean, he wasn't, he wasn't that good. He definitely wasn't uh, 2017 Pekka. Here, hang on a second. That game was tied 1-1, wasn't it? It was uh, 2-2, I think. Okay. Was it what? Hang on. It might. I think it was 1-1. And I think both teams had over 40 shots. It was 1-1. You're right. Maybe. Uh, yeah, Dallas... Dallas's goal was their 51st shot, and Nashville uh, finished with 47 shots. So, I mean, both of the goal like, that's a, Ryan, I'm sure you can attest to this. That's a game where neither of those goaltenders uh, deserve to lose. But, uh, you know, that's the playoffs, baby. Someone's yeah. got to go home. It, it happens. There's uh, goaltending duels. Someone's got to come out on the losing end. And that's why there's so much mutual respect between goaltenders, because no one else really gets them, as Johnny can attest to. Yeah, you all are insane. You're you're crazy people. You're so isolated out on the ice. You're you're out on Shutter Island there, especially when the puck's in the other zone. Did you ever like talk to yourself? Did you get lonely out there, Ryan? Uh, uh yeah, that's part of the position. You sit there for a while by yourself, but <laughs> I don't, don't really talk to myself. But some you can definitely uh, your thoughts can wander off a little bit. And uh, especially some games when your team's up, up big, you're just watching play on the other end of the ice. I'm, I'm sitting there th- wondering about uh, how Penn State football's got to do and kick off in like 30 minutes. I'm like, all right, let's get this thing over with so we can get home and watch Penn State play. For real, you were that, that was the worst. I have like me uh, playing football in middle school. 
especially when like like the 08, 09 era of Penn State football when they were like competing for championships and I'm at my own game and I have no idea what's happening. It's hard to stay focused. I'll, I'll, I'll give you that. It's really tough. <laughs> Ryan's I, telling Ryan's telling me and the rest of the boys, all the teams, like, yeah, can you guys get this to 10 so we can go home? <laughs> I used to have, uh, whenever Penn State was playing and I had a game, my dad would always stand, like, in the corner of the net that I was defending. So whenever Penn State was on, he'd, he had, like, a little portable XM radio. He'd listen to the game or something or track it on his phone. And he'd... I just every once in a while I just look over there in a stoppage of play. He just give me a thumbs up or thumbs down <laughs> to to tell me whether Penn State was winning or losing. And it it helped because I just see what it is, and then I can worry about playing hockey again. Yeah, trip down memory lane. Uh, the NFL draft was last night, and can I just say this? Uh, the, the title of last episode was, Does John Gruden Hit the Slopes? And uh, I, I personally can confirm that, uh, yes, John Gruden does all of the drugs with all of them. with that fourth overall pick. Like, Josh Allen, still very much available at that point. Very much available. About, about as available as you could be. Yeah, probably. I mean, the man was literally sitting in the group waiting to get drafted. John Gruden, just call his name. Yeah, no, no, we're going to take the third best defensive lineman out of Clemson at fourth overall because that is what this team needs. What? The glass. Uh, Kyler Murray went number one overall. I think everybody expected that. Uh, Giants fans are looking for the noose at this moment after drafting Daniel Jones <laughs> at uh, six. Uh, zero, zero star recruit out of yes, high school. Yes, and it. And his sister played field hockey. That was the first graphic they showed as he's coming out of the group. <laughs> That's, that is what you want from your uh, next franchise quarterback. Dude, to I, know that his sister plays field hockey. Yo, okay. So, as an Eagles fan, I'm living life in the fast lane knowing the quarterbacks I have to play against in my division are now Dak Prescott, Daniel Jones, and Dwayne Haskins. Cool, okay. Cool. Can we talk about Sign me up! Do, do you think people are uh, a little too quick on judgment on uh, Mr. Duke? Uh, no, because I don't think he's good. I bet, I, bet, I bet you would have said the same about Ben Roethlisberger from Miami of Ohio. Well, when did he get drafted? 11th what? overall. Was he 11th? I don't know. No, it's it's not that I in don't the, like In Daniel the Manning Jones. Rivers uh, quarterback yeah, class. Yeah. J.P. Lossman. Oh, God. It's not that I don't like Daniel Jones. It's I don't like him at six. That's the thing. I, like, if you're going to draft a quarterback, why don't you draft one that's, like, a little bit more proven? I, like Haskins, for example. I, like, I don't why? know. I'm under the impression that these guys that are paid to be scouts in an NFL draft rooms know more about football than us three. I don't believe that, actually. Well, that's ignorance. <laughs> no, I think I think I'm the best scout there is. Uh, I mean, he, again, he, he must be doing something right if he gets drafted that high. Uh, to be fair, I picked Temple in our uh, College Bowl mania this year, and Daniel Jones and Duke absolutely torched Temple. So that was a big L for me. I, so maybe I'm holding a little bit he, of a grudge against he, him. He just looks like a typical pro-style quarterback. No. He... 
and y- you think he's going to have a better offensive line than he had at Duke? I would imagine so. Uh, for whatever it's worth, I'll throw this in. David David Cutcliffe is still the coach at Duke, right? Football coach? Yes. Fuck yes, fine. yes. Uh, he coached Peyton Manning at Tennessee. So. Can I, can oh, I give oh, you guys at least that? He went to the Manning uh, passing school or something. Daniel can I Jones. give you guys some uh, stats on Daniel Jones here? Go for it, John. Hit us. Uh, so, he lost 58-7 to to Wake Forest in his final regular season game. Mm-hmm. So, so he gave up 58 points? Yeah. Yes. He. Oh, okay. Gotcha. He, he didn't rally. He didn't fire up the defense enough. Okay. Fine. He didn't give up fifty eight. He could only score seven against the vaunted Wake Forest defense. Were, yeah, that's a Wake. Wake Forest is definitely not known for their defense. They're more of an offensive team. So uh, there's that. But all right, whatever. Go on. Uh, through three touchdowns and nine interceptions versus Virginia. I assume this is over multiple games. Because I think we would have heard about it had he thrown nine interceptions in one game. That would be pretty impressive. That would be like that'd be more impressive than throwing nine touchdowns, honestly. <laughs> if you yeah, if you were able to like finesse your coaches and convince them to keep you in, <laughs> like after the eighth interception, you're like, no, 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 no. I, now I know what I'm doing wrong. Right. <laughs> I, I, I got it. I, I I think the path to the NFL has changed these days. It's not so much what numbers you put up in college. It's more do you fit the NFL prototype. Right. Uh, that I actually do agree with. Um, yeah. you, you look at Miles Sanders, who's number five on most boards of running backs in the draft. I saw him as high as two. I mean, come on, that guy can't even hold on to a football. Yeah. I mean, He's a downhill runner, though. The third thing, uh, he threw for one interception, no touchdowns, with a QB rating of 19 during a loss to a 1-11 Baylor squad. Yikes. He can't have many weapons at Duke at his disposal. I, I mean, but it's against Baylor. Baylor uh, sucks. Uh, B- Baylor? Baylor's a better football program than Duke. With all yeah, those, but they were 1-11. With all those sanctions coming down after Matt Rule. that thing. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, ba- ba- Baylor was barely passable as a... They, like, they were on a Kansas level. And the last one, it was he was the 81st ranked quarterback in the country in yards per attempt. Uh, Which well, I mean, I, that like that's that's the offense here, and I'm not blaming him for that. You you, you have uh, great NFL players come from like Division Two football. No, I know that my my quarterback played FCS, so yeah. I got it. So I. I don't. But like, like it's obviously we don't know what he's going to turn out to be, but we wouldn't be doing our job as uh, professional podcasters if we weren't uh, predicting what he was going to do in the NFL. I don't know when I see a see a guy that just looks like he belongs that he he looks like he could be Peyton Manning's uh, brother, tall tall white dude. He looks like a typical passing NFL quarterback. Well, how dare you generalize like that? I mean, I'm like, offended. He, he could be good. He could be bad. I mean, I'd like to see it, but nice hot take there, Johnny. <laughs> I, well, I mean, what do you want me to say? Like, I sorry, I don't watch Duke football all the time. I'm not tuned what? in. No, every, I'm not tuned in every week. Like, uh, what do you want from me? I'm, I'm, I'm more of a let them. In my professional opinion, he could be good, but also he might be bad. You know? I uh, okay. You, you want the honest answer? I think he's gonna be dog shit. <laughs> I, I like. To I think s- he's gonna be dog. I shit. like to see them prove it on the field. 
Yeah, yeah. Do your talking on the field. I was actually I was really surprised Drew Locke didn't get drafted in the first round. Do you know Do you know which quarterback wasn't good enough to prove it on the field? Trace McSorley. No. <laughs> Tommy Stevens. No. No. Okay. Chris, uh, Christian Hackenberg. He wasn't oh, even He wasn't dude. even good enough to get on the field. The boy couldn't even get to practice on time. He, he, he wasn't even good enough to put on pads during a game. Uh, Andrew, what was the story that I told you about him with the Jets where they, like, kicked him out of practice or something? I don't remember. I can't read. He got kicked out of Jets practice for something literally just ridiculous. For having, like, cheeks that are, like, way too chubby? No, that wasn't it. <laughs> oh. He got kicked out for, like... He couldn't fit in his helmet? He got kicked out for, like, not knowing the plays, like, deep into training camp, like, not knowing what the count was. It, is, it was something where it's like, seriously, you're a professional football player and you don't know what you're doing? Like, come on. But, I mean, yeah. Raiders, Raiders pick, I can't even pronounce this guy's name. Well, neither could Roger Goodell, apparently, last night. Yeah. Did you hear him draft him last night? I heard- the pick. He was struggling. Uh, I want to talk about one thing I saw with Roger Goodell. Yeah, he was hugging every uh, draftee like he had known them his entire life. <laughs> oh my God, my dad said the same exact thing. He was like, "Yo, this hug is lasting way too long." Less about <laughs> less about eight seconds too long. Do, do you think it was just for the theatrics? And he's really in their ear, going, "I swear to God, if you smoke one blunt, your ass is going to be on the next train to Buffalo." <laughs> That, yeah, it's your punishment. You're going to play for the Bills. Oh, God. Uh, I want to talk about the Cardinals. The Cardinals, it's like... <laughs> you draft Murray. Okay, well, if you were going to draft Murray, then you should have uh, got rid of Rosen a long time ago when his, uh, when his draft... When his, um, not his draft stock. His uh, trade value was higher. Like, wh- like At best, they're going to get a third-round pick for him. Uh, they could have two quarterbacks that don't suck. Well, I mean, they're also going to where it's like, oh, yeah, great. Kyler Murray was great at Oklahoma, who's now coming into a shitty offensive line, uh, an aging Larry Fitzgerald, and a defense that is uh, very suspect. No O-line. He's got David Johnson behind him, who's a great running back, and that's about their only weapon. Like, Kyler Murray's going to be running for his life for about a year and a half to well, two years. M- maybe that's why it's good to have Josh Rosen in there to <laughs> sit back there and take some sacks so Kyler Murray doesn't get hurt. I don't know what the Cardinals are going to do. I, I, don't, I, I, don't think it's, I don't think it's bad to have two capable quarterbacks on your roster. No, it's it's not. It, it's but, probably a good I mean, idea with, uh, are they going to have protection? If, if not, then... <laughs> You better have someone who's ready to play when one gets hurt. I mean, there's capable backups all across the NFL. So, it's not like, uh, yeah, I'm not going to waste a first-round draft pick on my backup quarterback. Like, that's that, that seems like great draft strategy. Yeah, let's, wait, let's, let's, let's do this guy in after a year of giving him absolutely no fucking help. And uh, let's cut him loose because he sucks. It's like what? I don't know. I, it's it speaks volumes of how uh, how highly they think of him. We'll see. 
I'm not denying that Murray can't play. I'm not denying that. I'm just saying. I'm excited to see him play. It's going to be real he, tough. He's going to prove some people wrong. He is. But I just. I, just, I think people, people think Kyler Murray can succeed in the NFL or will succeed in the NFL. Then I don't know why Trace McSorley can't succeed in the NFL. I, well, he's not nearly that fast. Okay, I'm not saying that they're the same player, but, I mean... There's more than just height that separates the the two of them. Yeah, but it's like, Trace McSorley, like, he's not even... Is he even on anybody's draft board? I'm sure he... If you asked, like, if I had to bet my life on it, I would say that he's going to get picked in round six or seven. I don't think he'll go undrafted. No, somebody's going to take a chance on him. Yeah. Somebody so, will. He just, obviously, like, no one's going to, like, be knocking down doors to get him. I got no. that, but. He's just a uh, winner. He'll get picked somewhere. He's a winner. He's a winner. He's got moxie. Absolutely. He's got moxie. He's got the, he's got the attitude that I would take on my team in a heartbeat. Plays through injury. If he, mm-hmm. can, if he can walk, he's going to play. Yeah, that's what I want. That's what I want for my player. I like, I I want my athletic trainer and my coach to have to drag my quarterback off of the field. Yeah, and, like if he's breathing, he's playing. That's what you get from from a, a Trace McSorley. Yeah, and I, he, I I really I really wish him the best because he, he he's a hell of a player. Hell of a good guy too. Absolutely. Uh, the Ravens drafted Hollywood Brown. Out of Oklahoma, Kyler Murray's teammate. Hopefully, he's a better player than uh, uh, his cousin. I mean, one can hope he's a better. Maybe, hopefully, he's just got a better personality than his cousin. <laughs> that's that's really all I hope for. Because uh, I'll tell you this: the Ravens aren't going to put up with that bullshit. Apple usually doesn't fall far from the tree. Yep, and I didn't know he was Antonio Brown's cousin until I think two days ago. I mean, you'd never know because, like, Brown is such a common last name. But, yeah, they are cousins. Yeah, no, I had no idea. Just have a better personality because I promise you, uh, Steve Bishotti is not putting up with that shit, and neither is John Harbaugh. I can promise you that. Well, you, you'll at least have a few years where he, uh, you know, if he if he gets to the uh, one of the being one of the best receivers in the NFL, he's at least got, got a few years to get there. So Yeah. So, I mean, but... but, but before he gets all this, uh, becomes this pompous asshole. You got a few years. AB wasn't always like this. No, no, he wasn't. I mean, and you got to be humble when you come out of Central Michigan, right? A little he bit, was. at least for a while. He was. He yeah. was a six-round pick too, so it's him not and, like he was in the top first him and, round. Uh, Mike Wallace were uh, the young guys in Pittsburgh together, and uh, they called each other Young Money. For whatever that's worth, but uh, I didn't realize but Antonio Mike Brown Wallace, got drafted so long ago. Mike Wallace was uh, became the Steelers' number one, and when he when he became Mister, I'm gonna go to Miami and take all that money. That's when Antonio Brown became the number one guy. Well, I mean, Wh- Antonio Brown just which he got his he got his money and he got too big for his britches is what he did. I wish I knew the feeling. <laughs> yeah, I'd love I'd love to be making uh, millions of dollars and being at the top of my game with a Hall of Fame quarterback. And that'd great- probably be fun. Yeah, no, that that sounds great. 
really does, but now he wants to go to uh, the dumpster fire that is the Oakland Raiders. He, sa- he said, no, I don't want to go to Buffalo. No, you trade me somewhere else. Okay, okay, Whoa. Antonio. We're going to trade you to the second worst dumpster fire uh, in the NFL, well, the Oakland Raiders. He, get, he gets to go to the uh, the big show in 2020. Las Vegas, what, Nevada. Las Vegas, yeah. 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 God, imagine Antonio Brown playing in Las Vegas. I, I mean, it's just got to be the cars, the suits. It's got to be a circus. It's got to be just like the Gold Knights franchise. Is, the, is what, the speeding, is what, is the speeding tickets, the the throwing shit out of his balcony onto the road. It's, it's got to be gim- it's got to be gimmicky. It's got to be like the uh, medieval times show before before the knights. Uh, <laughs> yeah, before playoff games. But before they play a game that's called hockey. I don't know. I don't know if you if it's like medieval times with with the golden knights. I'm not really sure what it is, but it's pretty stupid. The uh, everybody. I I also heard this that oh they got. Lamar, somebody to throw to that's 170 pounds. How tall is uh, Hollywood Brown? What is he like, six something? Uh, or is he under uh, that? I'll tell you in a second. This should be uh, you. F- this should be you knowing this, Johnny. Yeah, I, I understand that, but I was playing hockey last night, so I didn't really get to research him all that much. They were like, oh, like Wikipedia Lamar- doesn't have his height. Wikipedia is always my first source. Right. Also, with the uh, so we have the draft in Nashville. Open air down on Broadway. They have pretty much. Uh, Google has him listed at five ten. Okay. Pretty much every street closed down from Broadway. Apparently, there were two hundred thousand people downtown yesterday for the draft. Yeah, they were showing like the sky cam. There were so many people. Uh, can you please tell me why anyone would want to want to stand? In the middle of a sea of people, like a half mile away from the stage. Okay, Ryan, uh, I was literally thinking the same exact thing because they're showing the sky cam and going back and back and back and back, and there's just more and more people. And I'm like, yo, you're standing, you you can't see anything at, uh, at the draft. You're too far away. Look to your left, bar. Look to your right, another bar. <laughs> Why are you standing in the road? Go get a Bud Light. So you, I mean, come on. You guys all know Nashville from, at least, you know, from the river to Bridgestone. It's, I mean, it's certainly not too far. But if if you're near Bridgestone and you're talking about watching an event that's on the river, what 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 can are we, we doing? Can we also talk about uh, Bridgestone is also up a hill. It's not like it's flat. Yeah. So. And these people are flooding back onto the side streets too. Um, I, I just I don't get it. I'm gonna be there this weekend. Um, I don't understand the draft. Going to the draft, hype. I, I understood. Like I love the I. I love the draft, but it's like I'm not gonna go. I don't I don't understand the. Yeah, it's like New going. Year's Eve in uh, Times Square. No. Like that that looks terrible. You got you got to be there in like the morning. It looks awful. This is why I'm a little cautious about going down to Broadway on Saturday. I don't think Saturday will be that bad um, because... Depending on how it is, I mean, I'm there to to visit visit a friend, essentially. But I, I told him, I was like, if it's, if it's too crazy on Broadway, I'm fine with not going there. I mean, I know plenty of local spots that aren't going to be packed with a bunch of weird football fans who... Love to 
stand miles away from a stage and wear their team's jersey. Mm-hmm. I mean, the dra- can we also can we also say uh, whoever has the first overall pick, if you've had that pick for more than I don't know a month, uh, way no more t- than that, way more than a month, <laughs> no time limit. Uh, sweet Jesus, the Cardinals waited nine and a half minutes to make the pick. Yeah, I don't it's know. Like, it's like, yeah, we all know you're taking Kyler Murray. How about you just pick the guy and we can move on to the second pick? Instead, you want to be just that asshole and make us wait even longer because, <laughs> of the, because of this production has got to be some. Literally, they said the draft is going to start. At, the draft for me is going to start at 5 o'clock. They didn't make the first pick until 525. Like, they weren't. They didn't even start the clock until 515. It, it's hard enough to watch the draft just on TV. And so me trying to comprehend why people want to stand there and watch it live. Uh, uh, yeah, you couldn't. Did, did you guys, Ryan, I know you had it on mute, but Johnny, were you, you watching like closely? Yeah, for a little bit. The, the, the cameraman had to be telling those groups of fans, like, yo, when the pick gets announced, start cheering. Yeah. Because there's no fucking way that they've heard of these players that they're getting all excited for. It was so blatantly, obviously st- staged. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go back to the Raiders pick. Did you see the Raiders fans at four? <laughs> Dude, even like, I like first noticed it. Like the Vikings picked some center from uh, NC State or some shit, and these Vikings fans are losing their minds cheering. <laughs> I'm like, yo, have you heard of this guy? <laughs> like, there's no way that like someone from the NFL was like, okay, in a couple minutes, uh. The Vikings make their pick. You guys are going to be on TV, so make sure you're uh, uh, cheering loudly. Like it's it's so obviously staged. They didn't even try to they didn't even try to hide it. Well, the, All these people are losing their minds for interior linemen. It's like, are you serious right now? You've never heard of this guy, and you'll forget about him tomorrow. The uh, I mean, the Raiders fans at fourth overall when they drafted. Uh, the guy out of Clemson. I mean, their reaction was it was priceless. Did you see the one guy where he was like, I think he like turned away from the camera, but you can still read his lips. He was like, he's something like, who is that? <laughs> Again, I'm gonna go back to Josh Allen. Very much available. As very, available as possible. Very much uh, could have been picked, but no, no. Gruden, Gruden knows best because he wants to throw the game back to 1998. Because he's refuses to adapt to modern times. Yeah, Gruden. That's why you go three and thirteen, you moron. Go Raiders, baby. Let's get into some segments, Ryan. Uh, we have it. We have a wanket at Dwayne Rooney from uh, our famed DC United club of the MLS. Our brand new segment, wanking at Dwayne. Um. If you listeners don't know, I'm a huge DC United supporter. Even have them. DC United. Even have them tatted on my arm. And Can't confirm. Uh, DC United struggling a little bit at Audi Field in the past few weeks. Hit the road to Columbus. Wayne Rooney free kick. Puts it in the back of the net like Wayne Rooney does. Um, he's putting free kicks home like they're free throws in basketball right now. Um. He's, and get this, it was on Manchester Derby Day that former Manchester United player Wayne Rooney 
just absolutely rockets home a free kick on future Manchester City keeper Zach Steffen. Uh, Wayne Rooney, That's that is now his 17th goal in 28 MLS starts. 17th goal. I, I can't tell you the stat on how many are free kicks, but prob- probably about half of them. Um, he's scoring the best free kick taker ever in MLS was Sebastian Javinko. And Wayne Rooney is scoring free kicks at double the pace that Javinko was in his time with Toronto FC. So I think you're going to look at Wayne Rooney when he ends his career, hopefully ends his career in MLS with DC United. He will probably be the best free kick taker that the league ever has and ever will have. All right. Until Messi comes over. Oh, God. He'll be too, he'll, he'll be too old here. for that. Wayne Rooney came There's over no at 33 Messi. years old. He's still got plenty of life left in him. Well, yeah. I mean, people want to people want to give shit to these. Like when Ryan told me his age, I was like, no, he's not that young. He's like, yeah, he's 32. It's like what? It's a little. Uh, Wayne Rooney started playing professional soccer when he was 16, so. It seems like he's a lot older, but he's uh, that's a guy that could still easily be playing top minutes in the Premier League right now. But, oh yeah, but that's Multiple that's clubs. that's Everton's fuck up, really. Anyway. He scored ten goals as a forward in half a season in the Premier League, and then they moved him to midfield, and was wondering why he wasn't scoring goals. I mean, put him on can the I, bench. Can I play? Go ahead. I said they, Everton put him on the bench, and uh, he was saying, fuck this, I want to play, and D.C. United swooped in, and here we are. Can, can I play a Red Sox fanboy here for a minute? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, we, we called up this guy, uh, Michael Chavis, whom I'm just enamored with. Not Michael Che? No. No, not not Michael Che. Also, uh, the Red Sox swept uh, the Tampa Bay Rays last weekend. Three games, three hard-fought games. Uh, rain out on Monday, starting the series against the Tigers. Come back on Tuesday and uh, absolutely shit a brick uh, in both games. Just got demolished. F- finally get our heads out of our asses. Tuesday or uh, Wednesday, Thursday, score 11 runs on Wednesday, which yeah, sounds like sounds like what they did last year. And they interviewed J.D. Martinez after that game, and they were like, no, J.D., you guys scored 11 runs. How does, how does it feel? He's like, yeah, we should be doing that all the time. We did that every game last year. Obviously not every game, but, like, they had the best offense in Major League Baseball last year. It's pissing me off that they need to, they need, like, can we just, can we keep doing that all the time? And Red Sox uh, pitching, can we not, when we get a lead, can we not give it up in the next half fucking inning please like just settle down like let's go let's go time come on uh we also have uh an andrew quiz a staple of our friendship andrew loves to uh make us use our brains this is gonna be a good one i'm actually really looking forward to this yeah andrew likes andrew likes to make us use our brains ryan and i don't really like to use them very often but okay what does the winner get all right so I didn't tell you guys uh, what you're being quizzed on because I didn't want you to 
to, you know, do a little uh, research beforehand. This is going to be on the spot, on the spot uh, knowledge. Okay. Do we have a Do we have a time limit? Uh, uh, not, not officially. But like, if you're taking too long, then you know I'm gonna have to speed you along. Are they like? Um, are they yes or no questions? Multiple choice. What are we? They're doing multiple here? choice. Okay. So here's what how it's gonna go down. This is a game called I call the Captain and the Nobody. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna give each of you 15 NHL teams. Jesus. Okay. I'm gonna read off uh, a few players. Okay. One of them's gonna be the captain. Two or three or four, depending on the team, are gonna be alternate captains, and one is gonna be a decoy. He's nothing. You have to guess who the captain is and who the alternate is. Okay. So for example, uh, I'm giving you each 15. So, obviously, there's 31 teams. So, this 31st team is going to be the example. I'll use the Coyotes as an example because you, you both kind of have your foot in those waters, as, seeing as you both used to live in Arizona. Uh, Johnny, you still live in Arizona. So, if I say um, Nicholas Jalmerson, Alex Galchenyuk, Oliver ekman Larson, and Derek Stepan, you have to give me the captain and the nobody. All right. You know what I mean? Can we can we establish this? Uh, you can't give me the Flyers, and you can't give Ryan the Ducks. Well, it's funny you say that because I purposely didn't do that. I purposely gave you the Ducks. I purposely gave Ryan the Flyers. Okay, good. Just making sure. Well, Oliver Ekman sure Larson would be the captain. Yeah. Yeah. Derek Stefan, and then Jalmerson. Who is the fourth guy? And Galchenyuk. Oh, Galchenyuk's not a captain. That uh, would be prob- correct. Okay. Okay, so you guys got it. So, um, you get one point if you get the captain, one point if you get the nobody. Uh, so you get two points possible per team at the uh, highest score at the end wins, okay? So, caveat. Here's the thing. There are six NHL teams right now that do not currently have captains. Six? I'm, I'm, yes. I'm not going to warn you ahead of time who those teams are. So what I will warn you ahead of... I w- what I will warn you of is I gave each of you three. So you can at least keep track of how many um, how many captainless teams that you've uh, been given. You know okay. what I mean? Okay. All right, Johnny, you're the oldest and you're also the host. So would you like to go first or second? Second. You're going second. Johnny has deferred to the second, the second pick. Ryan, are you ready? Yes. Your first team is the Philadelphia Flyers. Okay. Andrew McDonald, Sean Couturier, Claude Giroux, Jake Voracek. Claude Giroux is the captain. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna confirm or deny until you give both answers. Um. Can you list all four again, please? Andrew McDonald, Sean Couturier, Claude Giroux, Jake Voracek. Jake Voracek does not have an A, and Claude Giroux is the captain. Ryan, that's two points. That's a tricky right, one with so uh, Voracek there. Yeah. So, you, so you want us to name the captain and the outlier? Yes. Okay. Correct. Okay. 
I didn't I didn't know if you wanted us to name the captain and both the alternates, so no. I didn't. Okay. Uh, it's gonna it, it's gonna vary with every team because some teams have two alternates, some teams have three, some teams have four. Right, right, right. So, right. all right, all right I'm ready. Your first team, of course, the Anaheim Ducks. Cam Fowler, Ryan Getzlaff, Ryan Kessler, and Corey Perry. Oh, get uh, Ryan Getzlaff's captain, and. Uh, <sighs> Cam Fowler is not an alternate captain. Johnny counters with two points of his own. That's tricky because Cam Fowler had the A most of the season with Ryan Kessler being hurt. I was gonna say I was gonna say was Kessler an alternate? I don't know. Uh, he was a uh, he was what are they called the uh, the like backup alternate captains whatever they're called right the de facto de facto captain the alternate yeah. alternate captains yeah all right Ryan your next team. The Pittsburgh Penguins. Okay. Matt Cullen, Evgeny Malkin, Chris Letang, and Sidney Crosby. Matt Cullen doesn't have a letter. Sidney Crosby's the captain. Ryan's got four. Yeah, that was a layup. I'm actually impressed. I thought you guys would be, like, struggling a little bit. Although, it's still early. All right, Johnny. The Los Angeles Kings. Oh, Jesus. Drew Doughty. Dustin Brown, Andre Kopitar, and Jeff Carter. Andre Kopitar is the captain. Or, wait a minute. I know Dustin Brown got stripped from his captaincy. I know that. And then, yeah, I'm going to go with Kopitar as the captain, and then run through the names again. You got Drew Doughty, Dustin Brown, Andre Kopitar, and Jeff Carter. I don't think Dustin Brown has anything now. Yeah, Kopitar's the captain, and then Dustin Brown. Johnny with another two-pointer. You guys know your hockey. All right, Ryan. The New York Rangers. Oh, boy. Mika Zibanejad. Chris Kreider. Kevin Shattenkirk. Mark Stahl. Jesper Foss. Can I just say I've heard of, like, two of the three of those guys? Or two of the five? Like, <laughs> sure. Yeah, of course you could say it's our <laughs> podcast. You can say whatever you want. What? <laughs> Shattenkirk does not have a letter. Um, is Mark Stahl the captain? Ryan, that is a one-pointer. Are they a vacant? They are currently vacant for captaincy. You were correct about Shattenkirk not having an A, though. I thought they were. All right. Johnny, you got the Colorado Avalanche. Tyson Berry, Eric Johnson, Nathan McKinnon, and Gabriel Landeskog. Landeskog's the captain. Um... Buried at an A. That's a two-pointer for Johnny. All right, so through three teams, it is Johnny six and Ryan five. All right. Anyone's ball game here. Ryan, the bunch of jerks, Carolina Hurricanes. Oh, Jesus. 
Sebastian Ajo, Jordan Stahl, Justin Falk, and Justin Williams. Sebastian Ajo doesn't have a letter, and Justin Williams is the captain. And Ryan, without blinking, gets two points. I, I've been uh, watching a lot of FS Carolina as of late. Okay, Johnny. The team that just swept the President's Trophy winners, the Columbus Blue Jackets. I'm going to give you Seth Jones, Boone Jenner, Nick Foligno, Brandon Dubinsky, and Cam Atkinson. Nick Foligno is the captain. Um, who are the other four? Seth Jones, Boone Jenner, Brandon Dubinsky, and Cam Atkinson. Boone Jenner does not have an A. Johnny, that's one point. Felino is the captain. Boone Jenner does have an A. And we're, uh, we're all the odd man up. out there was Brandon Dubinsky. Yeah. So we're we're, uh, we're seven apiece right now. All square. Yeah. R- Ryan, all level. <laughs> okay, uh, Ryan. Okay. You have another one of my favorite teams, the Minnesota Wild. Oh, yeah. So we're going to go Ryan Suter, Eric Stahl, Zach Parise, and Miko Koivu. Miko is the captain, however the fuck you say his name. Um, what were the other three? Uh, Ryan Suter, Eric Stahl, and Zach Parise. I'm going to say Stahl doesn't have a letter. Cause he spent That's a two-pointer for Ryan. He spent all those years in Carolina, so... Yeah. All right, Johnny. A team we uh, covered earlier in the episode... The San Jose Sharks. Logan Couture, Joe Thornton, Brent Burns, and Joe Pavelski. Um, I don't think San Jose has a captain. And I don't think Logan Couture has a... So if they don't have a captain, you want me to just say that they don't have a captain? Yes. Okay. Uh, Logan Couture does not have a letter and I don't think the Sharks have a captain ladies and gentlemen we have our first zero of the uh, Joe Pavelski is the captain as mentioned Joe Pavelski is, is the captain as mentioned, and Logan Couture does have an A as mentioned earlier on the show Captain Joe Pavelski yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he said Co- he was American Couture has an A captain. Couture has an A Brett Burns uh, is the outlier there Andrew, what? Andrew mentioned he was yeah. captain by the way Okay, well, I didn't hear it, so that's on me. All right, Ryan, back to you. Uh, the score right now is um, nine, nine to seven, Ryan. And we're, we're each of you have got five teams, so still plenty of time here. It's gonna get, it's gonna get trickier, I think. All right, Ryan, you have the New York Islanders. Brock Nelson. I think it's Nielsen. Cal Clark. No, it's is Brock it? Nelson. Will you let me do my job, please? No. Brock Nelson. Isn't Brock Nelson American? 
don't know. <laughs> he, I'm pretty sure he is. I don't have a list in front of me. Johnny, you got to do a shot for that. Yeah, no. Okay, still Brock Nelson. Cal Clutterbuck. Anders Lee. Andrew Ladd. And Josh Bailey. Anders, Anders, whatever, Lee is the captain, and Cal Cutter, Cal, uh, Cal Clutterbuck doesn't have a letter. That is one point for Ryan. Can someone check to see where, uh, whatever, uh, Brock Nelson is from? Yeah, I will. <laughs> um, yeah, here, Andrew, give me one more. Uh, Ryan, you got one. Uh, Anders Lee is the captain. Uh, Clutterbuck does have an A. Oh. The person that does not have an A is Brock Nelson. And he is from Minneapolis. Minneapolis, Minnesota. Yeah. What? Johnny, are you here? Yeah, yeah. Why'd you text me, go Ryan again? Well, yeah, because I need to go to the bathroom. Are you going now? No. Give me one more. Did you go already? No. He's got he's gotta to give his picks and then go to the bathroom while I do mine. Jesus. Okay. Looks like I'm editing that out. All right. <laughs> no, keep it in. It's like, it's all authentic, baby. No. Um, okay, Johnny. The Vancouver Canucks. I hate you. Ryan Kessler has an A. <laughs> <laughs> And the, Sedin, the, the Sedins are still there, right? <laughs> I believe so. All right. Canucks. Louis Erickson. Brandon Sutter. Alex Edler. Chris Tanev. And Bo Horvat. I'm about to go 0 for 2 again. What a shitty core of players. Jesus. <laughs> I'm about to go 0 for 2 again. Oh, good God. Was it Louis Erickson and who else? Brandon Sutter. You got Alex Edler. Chris Tanev, and Bo Horvat. Henrik Sedin, Daniel Sedin, <laughs> uh, Roberto Luongo. Marcus Naslin is still on the squad, right? I think he is, yeah. Yeah, um, Jesus Christ. They gotta be, they gotta be one without a captain. I, they, I, I, good God, I don't even know. Um, <sighs> Jesus Christ. One more time. I, like, I can't even remember these guys' names. <laughs> Louis Erickson. Yeah, Brandon I... Sutter. Alex Edler. Chris Tanev. And Bo Horvat. Edler doesn't have one, and they don't have a captain. Uh, uh, that, that's a shot in the dark. That's a one-pointer. What did I get? Uh, you were correct that they do not have a captain. That's what I thought. Edler does have an A. Louis Erickson does not. Oh, God. Now go piss. I'm assuming you have to piss. Maybe you have to poop. I don't know. We're nobody's judging here. I'm cutting all of this out. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep going. Okay, hurry back. Jesus. All right, Ryan. Ryan, take this nice and slow, okay? Okay. 
<laughs> you have the President's Trophy winners and the ruiners of my bracket, the Tampa Bay Lightning. Okay. So I'm going to give you I, I, Victor I like... Hedman. Uh, what? I have something to say regarding the Canucks. Okay. Why the hell doesn't like Brock Besser like run that whole show? No idea. Okay. You can carry on. <laughs> you know what? I, I was close to putting him as my decoy. He should, but he, I thought maybe he was just too young. Should, I thought Louis Erickson was a little bit more available. He should be the goddamn uh, captain. He should be. There are younger captains in the league. I think McDick. Maybe not. I don't know. It's McDick. Yeah, I don't know. We'll we'll get to we'll get to. <laughs> That's a. Uh, is Johnny back yet? No. He's not okay. Johnny has the Oilers for what it's worth, so he'll he'll find that out. Um, uh, all right, so the Lightning. Okay. Victor Hedman. Okay. Andre Pilat. Okay. Ryan Callahan. Uh-huh. And Steven Stamkos. Steven Stamkos. Steven Stamkos is the captain. That was a big deal when he got captaincy. Um, former Captain Callie of the New York Rangers is now assistant Captain Callie. And I'm left with Pilat and who else? Victor Hedman. Victor Hedman. Oh, I'm gonna say, you know, I'm gonna say, Hedman does not have an A. That's a two-pointer for Ryan. Seems like they always have some weird-ass people with A's. John, you back? Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna give you the Buffalo Sabers. Again, you are such a dick. <laughs> I tr- I tried to give like each of you teams that you would be less familiar with. That's why that's why I gave I gave uh I gave you the blue jackets cuz I knew Ryan knows the blue jackets pretty well. Just um, just just give me the list. Okay. Well, stop counting yourself out before you even get there, you know? Uh the Buffalo Sabres, Jason Pom- uh yeah, Jason Palmanville, Zach Bogosian, Jack Eichel, and Kyle Laposo. Dominic Hoshik's the captain. No. Um, Jack Eichel's the captain. And then... Um, who is it? Palmanville, Ocposo... And Zach Bogosian. Zach Bahui? Um, <laughs> Bogosian does not have an A. That's a one-pointer for Johnny. Yeah, uh, I was gonna say like, I, if I didn't get Jack Eichel, uh, we're, we're gonna go ahead and end the show. Bogosian does have an A. Jason Palmanville does not. He was the decoy. Right. Okay, so through through seven rounds. What's that halfway? Ryan Ryan has a twelve to nine advantage. So, Johnny, you're gonna have to start hitting some twos here and hope Ryan fucks up. Stop giving me shitty. Stop giving me shitty fucking teams, and I'll uh, I'll probably get two. Ryan. Okay. The Montreal Canadiens. Oh boy. Shea Weber. Paul Byron. Jeff Petrie, and Brendan Gallagher. Uh, the captain, Shea Weber. Uh. 
Gallagher doesn't have an A. That is a one-pointer. Shea Weber does, in fact, have the captaincy. Gallagher has an A. Jeff Petrie was the odd man out there. Hmm. All right, Johnny, if you can get a two-pointer here, you're back within striking distance. Johnny, you got the Winnipeg Jets. Again, you're an asshole. I mean, they're not a shitty team. They're good. What do you want? But they're in Winnipeg. Do you want me to just give you the Flyers 15 times? Is that what yes, you want? Yes, that's, yes. That's exactly what I want. Okay. Blake Wheeler. Mark Shifley. Dustin Bufflin. And Patrick Laine. 300-pound fat-ass Dustin Bufflin. Um, Blake Wheeler is the captain. You speak it's nicely of our national team players. I <laughs> will, but just... Not right now. Which Canadian teams love to take Americans. They do. Uh, Blake Wheeler is the captain, I believe. And then, who is it? Line A, Bufflin, and... Shifley. I'm so tempted to say Patrick Line A does not have a letter, but I've got a big feeling that's wrong. Um... Shifley, Shif the one who's not Bufflin or Line A. It's Shifley, Bufflin, Line A. Yeah, Shifley doesn't. Yeah, that's what I'm going with. You're going with Sh Shifley is A-less? Yeah, and then Blake Wheeler, captain. Uh, That's one point. Okay. You should have gone with your instinct. Patrick Line does not have an A. Good God, I mean, I, I, mean, I get it, but... So it's it's thirteen to ten, Ryan. Okay, um, Ryan, I'm going to go ahead and give you the Florida Panthers. So uh, pay attention. <laughs> this one's loaded. This one's loaded. Aaron Ekblad, Jonathan Huberdeau, Vincent Trocheck, Alexander Barkov. Keith Yandel, Troy Brower. Jonathan Hubert, a great name. Are you naming the roster, or...? <laughs> they have a bunch. Yeah, just, just just go ahead and give Ryan the top six forwards. Yeah, that's that's great. <laughs> give, him, give him the full starting lineup oh, no. of their last game of the year. Keith Yandel's the captain. And... Vincent Trocheck is not an A. Johnny, the door's wide open because that's a zero. I mean, I wouldn't have gotten that either. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Bar yeah. Barkov is your captain. Uh, Troy Brower is the nobody. I can't even tell you the last time I've watched the Florida, Plan the Florida <laughs> Panthers play hockey. Yeah, I told you it was going to get harder. Uh, Yandel and Trocheck both have A's. Okay, Johnny, this is your chance to climb back into it. A team we talked about earlier, the Toronto Maple Leafs. Mm. Nazem Kadri. Good God. Morgan Riley. Patrick Marlowe. And John Tavares. Alston, don't Matthew have shit. Shit, Matthews has nothing? 
No. Well, that's probably why they didn't. They lost in the first round. Man. They got a bunch of Canadians with a. They don't know did, how to fucking win. Did, did not did not see that one coming. Um. Okay, so was it? It's Kadri, uh, Tavares. Did you throw Marlowe on that list? Patrick Marlowe and Morgan Riley. Basically, what we're saying, Andrew, is that you fucked up with your decoy not being Austin Matthews. Oh yeah. Good I time. I Uh-oh. did strongly consider him. I would have bit on that low hanging fruit so hard. I th- again, I thought maybe too young wasn't believable enough. But like Chris know, Davis trying to hit a twelve six. How winged a miss! Uh, all right, Riley, Marlowe, Tavares, and Kadri. I don't think Riley has one. Right. Yeah, Riley, that the one. Yeah. Um, no way. There's no way Tavares has the C. Yeah, they might have. Fuck it. Uh, Tavares, C, Morgan, Riley, no. Johnny, the door was wide open and you slammed it shut. <laughs> God. That was a zero. Uh, they do not have a captain currently. Oh. And uh, Kadri is the uh, the odd man out there. Interesting. What are these teams? So what are these teams trying to prove with no captain? Yeah, I don't know. No, no, no. They're just they're, they're being assholes. Just put, you got you got to figure Austin's got to be the captain next year. Just right? put hey. a just put a C on someone's jersey. <laughs> it's not that hard. It remains thirteen to ten. Mike Babcock, the captain. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> right, okay. Okay, corn. The Ottawa Senators. Oh God. Bobby Ryan. Zach Smith. Mark Borowiecki. And J.G. Pajot. Yeah, yeah. Mark Borah who? Yeah, they they definitely have no captain. <laughs> After the hearing those names. A franchise. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. Uh, Balsaki doesn't have an A. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. does in fact have an A. Uh, I don't even know who he is. The odd, neither did I when I was making this quiz. That just shows you how good the uh, the Senators are doing right now. Uh, so, Ryan, that's one point because the Senators do not have a captain. Uh, Bobby Ryan was the odd man There's out There's no there. way those bunch of jokes had a C on their jersey. <laughs> All right. Um, John Boy, one of Ryan's favorite teams, the Nashville Predators. God. Roman Yossi, Philip Forsberg, Matthias Eckholm, P.K. Subban. Ryan Ellis, Ryan Johansson. Did you give me like six names there? I told some teams have more A's than others. Yeah, let's just give the whole starting lineup an A. That's that's the Predators' way. Okay, I'm gonna uh, one more time. Roman Yossi, Philip Forsberg, Matthias Eckholm, P.K. Subban. Ryan Ellis, Ryan Johansson. Um, I think Yossi's the captain. Um, good God. PK doesn't have one. Did I go boy. For, did I go over? Oh, no, look at that. That's a two-pointer for Johnny. Good call. 
Yeah, you give me you give me six names. Jesus. Oh, oh well, John Ryan just had a six namer with the Panthers. I like believe me. I took a lot of time to even this out for you guys. This is not slanted in any direction. As I said, opening this segment, Andrew likes to uh, toy with us. I work. I work really hard on these quizzes, folks. Yeah, pipe down over there, peanut gallery. <laughs> Uh, it is fourteen to twelve. Each of you have five teams left. Oh boy! It's still it's still wide open. Just a two point game. Uh, Ryan, the Boston Bruins, Patrice Bergeron, David Krejci, Zdeno Chara, and Brad Marchand. Zdeno Chara is the captain. And Rat does not have a letter. That's a two-pointer. Thank God. There's no there's no way you can give a letter to Rat. No. <laughs> for those of you that don't know who the Rat is, that's obviously Brad Marchand. Krejci and Bergeron have had A's for fucking years. Yeah. I think that I think that captaincy and alternates have been set for like a decade. I'm pretty sure. All right, John. Here's a team we all know and love. The Washington Capitals. Woo, 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 woo. <laughs> yes, the, that exactly. Dale Hunter is the captain. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually Ole Kolzig. Yes. Peter, ba- Peter Bondra. All right, here we go. John Carlson. Little known fact, I played against Peter Bondra's kid once. That's, wasn't, wasn't that great? That's awesome. <laughs> John Carlson, Nick Backstrom, Alex Ovechkin, and Brooks Orpik. Well, Ovechkin's the captain. Um, so I got what? Carlson, Backstrom, and Orpik. Orpik. Hmm. I know Backstrom has an A. I know that. Um, He's had an A since we were children. Oh, yeah. Brooks Orpik, I don't think has one. Yep, I'm going with that. That's just a one-pointer for Johnny. Brooks Orpik. Carlson, did they, they gave Orpik one and not Carlson? Yeah. That's correct. So it is 16 to 13, Ryan. Bro- Brooks Orpik, the staple of the Capitals organization. All right, Ryan. Are you ready for the St. Louis Blues? Probably not. David Perron. <laughs> Probably not. David Perron with his tinted visor. Vladimir Tarasenko. Alex Petrangelo. And Alex Steen. Mm. There's no way Perron has anything. He's been hopped around from team to team for years. All those other guys have been there. Uh, Petrangelo is the captain. Ryan with another two-pointer. He's starting to run away with it, folks. All right, John. Penguin Perron. He was with the Penguins, the Ducks. God knows who else. Yeah. Uh, ironically, he was with. He was also played for John's next team, the Vegas Golden Knights. Oh yeah, that's right. 
All right, Johnny. Um, William Carlson. Derek Englund. Max Pacioretty. Pierre Edouard Belmar. And Riley Smith. I can call this now. I'm probably not going to get even one out of this. Uh, Pacioretty, Carlson, Riley Smith, Pierre Edward Belmar, and was there a fifth one? Derek Derek England. I'm thinking, dude, does Vegas even have a captain? I don't know. We'll go no captain and Pierre Edward Belmar doesn't have one. Johnny, I can only give you one point there. Okay. They do not have a captain, uh, but Belmar does in fact have an A. Uh, Wild Bill Carlson was the odd man out there. Alright. We go back to Ryan. With the New Jersey Devils. Taylor Hall, Kyle Palmieri, Andy Green, Drew Stafford, Travis Zajac. How many players is that? Six? That's five. Five? So they have... They definitely have a captain. the five again? Taylor Hall, Kyle Palmieri, Andy Green, Drew Stafford, Travis Zajac. Say Drew Stafford does not have a letter and Travis Zajac is the captain? I'm going to give you one point for that, Ryan. Uh, you're correct about Stafford not having an A. Uh, Travis Sajak has an A. The captain is Andy Green. Why? <laughs> I couldn't tell you. Talk to Mason. Okay. Johnny? The Calgary Flames. Dear Christ. Michael Backlund. Mark Giordano. Johnny Goudreau. Sean Monahan and Matthew Kachuk. Kachuk, hmm. Monahan, Kachuk. What was the fourth? You got Giordano and Michael Backlund. Oh, and Michael Backlund. Oh, god. I think Sean Monahan's the captain. Um. Giordano. Tano, Goudreau, Kachuk. What was that fourth one? I'll just read them all for you. Yeah, again. just, just, just go. I'm, I'm an idiot. Michael, okay. Michael Backlund, Mark Giordano, Johnny Goudreau, Sean Monahan, Matthew Kachuk. Uh. 
Kachuk, I don't think, has one. And then I think Sean Monahan's captain. Okay, Johnny, I was really pulling for you to get back in this, but not you're happening. not helping me. It's not happening. I, <laughs> like, literally, you're pulling teams that I, like, don't watch. That's zero. Uh, Mark Giordano is the captain. And surprisingly, of all those names, Johnny Goudreau does not have a letter. What the fuck? Yeah, exactly, right? Are you going to give the letter to the guy that's, like, five feet tall? <laughs> and disappears in the playoffs? Um, all right, so we got that out of the way. Uh, two more teams for each of you. And let's see, 18 and let's Johnny. Let's say it's probably impossible for me to come back now, isn't it? <laughs> you, you have 14 and Ryan. Okay, so if Ryan gets shut out and you go two for two, we actually go to a tiebreaker. Okay. So you, <laughs> you better hope Ryan fucks up these last two. Probably not, but all right. Um, okay, Ryan. The Detroit Red Wings. Okay. Mike Green. Justin Abdelkader. Dylan Larkin. Nicholas Cronwall. And Franz Nielsen. Um... Say Justin Abdelkader is the captain, and Franz Nielsen does not have a letter. Uh, that is a zero, actually. The Red Wings are without a captain, and Mike Green was the odd man out there. Uh, I actually I miscounted though. So, uh, or did I? Hang on, ten. Yeah, I did miscount. I'm sorry. Uh, Ryan's got 19. Johnny only has 14. So Ryan actually technically has the win, but Johnny, you're playing for pride right now. There's, you can, there's, there's you no can get you can get to within one. There's there's no pride in this game. <laughs> the Chicago Blackhawks, Patrick Kane, Duncan Keith, Jonathan Taves, and Brent Seabrook. Taves captain. What is it? Seabrook, Keith, Kaner, was there, is that it? Yeah, that's it. Patrick Kane doesn't have one. Alright, that's a two-pointer. Which, I mean, is shocking that he doesn't have one, but... It's all about how you finish, Johnny. Alright, Ryan, your last team is the Dallas Stars. Steven Johns. Mike Madonna. Okay. You wait your turn. <laughs> Steven Johns, Alexander Radulov, Tyler Sagan, John Klingberg, Klinkberg, Jamie Benn, and Jason Spezza. Jamie Benn is the captain. Um, can you repeat the others? Steven Johns, Alexander Radulov, uh, Steven, Tyler Sagan, no way, John Klingberg, no way, and Jason Spezza. There's Spezza. no way Steven Johns has a letter. Yeah, that's right. I, I honestly, I, I couldn't come up with a decoy for them because like everybody outside of their captain and alternates is just like nobody. Ben Lovejoy. Uh, so Ryan, you finished with 21. Johnny, it's about how you finish. Play. Uh, do it for your family. All right, finish strong here. 
No. The Edmonton so, Oilers. I'm just going to say my father is so disappointed in me right now. <laughs> the Edmonton Oilers, Ryan Nugent Hopkins, Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisaitl, Adam Larson, and Milan Lucic. Wayne Gretzky. Um, McDavid's the captain. And uh, what was it? Hopkins, Dreisaitl, Larson, and... Lucic. It's Milan Lucic? Right, yes. yeah. As I say in Boston. I don't think he has one. Johnny, you disappoint your family. McDavid oh. is the captain. Lucic has an A. Dreisaitl does not. I and that's all she wrote, folks. I, I disappoint my family on a daily basis. Everyone knows this. Ryan wins by a score of 21-17. to 17. Um... What was the tiebreaker? Um, I was going to ask you who the longest tenured captain was, and you guys were both going to um, separately text your answers. And then, assuming you both knew that, I was going to ask who the longest tenured alternate captain was. Okay, and that's... You, you guys actually both touched on it in this in this game. What, Bergeron and... Sedano uh, Charas, the longest tenured captain? Yeah, so you guys actually both would have... Um, so you both would have gotten those both right, right? Yeah, probably. What's the alternate? Is it one of the Bruins guys? It was Bergeron. Bergeron. Uh, so my third oh. tiebreaker. How deep did you go? I was. Pre- I told you I prepared. So my third tiebreaker was going to be... Um, uh, hang on. Uh, there are six captains this year. There are six NHL captains um, uh, that this is their first year being the captain. Okay. And since Johnny got to go first, he got to pick first in the um, in the beginning, I was going to give Ryan the advantage to uh, go first in this. So I was going to have you guys go one at a time. Pick uh, one name a captain that just started this year. So Ryan, if you had gone first, would you have gotten one? Uh, that this is their first year being the captain. First year being the captain. Yeah. Uh, trying to think. How many do you say there are? Six. Six. Uh oh. Uh, Oliver Ekman Larson. Yes, Johnny. I wouldn't have gotten it. And then, so you would have lost anyway, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, again. Okay, so uh, Ekman Larson, Jack Eichel, Justin Williams, Alexander Barkov, Shea Weber, and Andres Lee. Oh, this is uh, Jay Wills first? Yeah. I, I think the Hurricane, they were without a captain ever since they traded Stahl. Uh. They, they were vacant for a while. Same with the uh, Canadians, right? Because of... Because Pacioretty wants the Oh, Knights. is this Shea Weber's first year as captain? Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, the Islanders were lost without Tavares, so this is Anders Lee first year. Uh, I can't even remember who the... It's the Panthers... Not too lost without before, Tavares. Oh, yeah. Um, I just meant figuratively <laughs> without a captain. Bar, before Barkov, I can't... Who was the last Panthers captain before Barkov? I don't know. Was it like Willie Mitchell or some shit like that? Who was the last goaltender with a letter? 
No idea. Roberto yeah. Luongo. Yeah. He wore both AC and an A in Vancouver. Well, that'll wrap things up for this episode. No, no, it was a long one, people. But uh, good conversation. It is what it is. We're very raw and uncensored on this program. Uh, that said, we'll uh, we'll see you guys next week. <laughs>